show, man. You join the fuck up. Welcome to another episode of Post Weird, a conversation show about pop culture and the apocalypse. Today, we're doing a Disney Megapod. There's been a lot of announcements lately of new shows, new dates coming. There's a few new things uh, coming in the in the next several months. So we're going to talk about all of that. First of all, I'm here with Steve, as always. Steve, how are you doing today? Pretty drunk. I want all you <laughs> podcasters out there to know you can podcast drunk, and as long as you are clear and coherent... People won't know unless you tell them. <laughs> unless you tell them. I am pretty good. I'm in a good mood. I'm excited. This, this, uh, Disney Plus Day was actually pretty revealing. I, I like learning about the new things. And also, you know what? Getting close to Christmas, so suck my dick. It's fucking <laughs> exciting out there. What's up? This is truly, truly your time of the year. You were outside today trying to buy a turkey, even though you, you hate on Thanksgiving at any, every opportunity given to you. What's that about? <laughs> okay, let me let me express to you something that I didn't know would click in me as a man. I didn't know that as a man, certain like weird things would just make sense to me. Like building a thing makes sense, and somehow cooking a turkey perfectly just makes sense to me. Like brine, you get it. You gotta you gotta brine it. You gotta frost it. Then you gotta brine it. I'm not gonna tell you what my brine is this year because I still don't really know. But I'm gonna figure it out. And that's what I'm like. Oh, this is perfect. This is this is equal like building my uh, partner a house. Someday I will build her a house from scratch. Like, like with your notebook. bare hands. Bare. It just clicks. I don't know. Something's like physical things that you do for your your uh, partner just click. When know. does this start happening? Because I don't know how to build anything. The IKEA really frustrates me, and they made <laughs> they make that shit for kids. <laughs> you ever like you ever your partner ever gets like a some sort of like furniture. And you just think to yourself, man, I should do this for her. And you do it. You're in the living room. You pout and you upset. You're like, oh, this fucking sucks. And you're like, I finish it. And I'm like, hey, here's this thing. You're good now. No, because she, she builds it because she's better at it than I am. Like full oh, okay. full transparency. Okay. I'm, I'm terrible. <laughs> I'm, no, no, I'm no. bad at following instructions. It's the same reason why I'm kind of a bad cook. Because like by the time... It's like asking me to do like three or four different things. I've lost track of the prior few things, and I have no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> oh, I, I love cooking. I don't feel I feel like I don't talk about them on this podcast. I love to cook. I love to bake. I love like instructions. I'm I'm perfectly. It's going to sound terrible. I love to be told what to do. <laughs> this makes so much sense. I love to be told what to do. I love it. Just like. Yo, uh, I'll probably should take this whole sentence to therapy. I'll just play this therapist. My therapist just lasts the next five minutes. I love being told what to do. It just clicks emotionally for me. Me cooking is just like, what can I melt, basically? Like, I'm just like, what can I put cheese in between? What can I melt cheese over? What can I, like, I really, I, I have very few true cooking skills. Because I, I, I hate following instructions. I feel like... No one talks about this enough because it's weird. If there was, like, food you could fuck, I would fuck cheese. Like, if cheese could just turn into a person. If cheese could turn into, like, I would cheat for cheese. I mean, I spend a lot of time with cheese. I got a lot of cheese in this house. I got a <laughs> lot of cheese. I, I would fuck Pepper Jack. Easy. <laughs> Easy. Pepper Jack's that's, juicy that's and creamy. Spicy. 
<laughs> Ooh. <laughs> All right. All right. I'll oh, get me out of here. <laughs> give please. Let's let's talk about Disney Day. We haven't really done I feel like maybe I'm speaking too soon. I got to look back at the episodes, but I feel like we haven't done too much on this lately. There hasn't been a whole lot of, you know, rollouts for stuff. I know we briefly talked about um the the Star Wars anime series and and that kind of stuff, but there was, you know, been kind of a lull in new things. I know we talked about Shang-Chi as well, but we're rolling into, you know, the holidays, which means, you know, there's announcements, there is new show drops coming. And so I just kind of wanted to get back to it and see what we were actually thinking, you know, where our headspace were on the announcements and like if we're even are excited for some of the stuff that's coming. I'm just going to throw at you and for our listeners all of the shows announced at Disney Day. Disney Plus Day, whatever. Some of these were announced before. Some of these are brand new. Just starting from the top. The first few, I think, are the ones that we knew about. So we've got She-Hawk, Moon Knight, Miss Marvel. Those are the three I feel like I knew were, were locks. Um, I, I think maybe there was some Ironheart and Secret Invasion rumors. Maybe I just wasn't paying as much attention, but those are two more. They've got I Am Groot, What If Season 2, Agatha, House of Harkness, which I guess would be the first spin-off show, Marvel Zombies, X-Men 97, which is the continuation of the 90s uh, X-Men cartoon, cool. and then uh, Spider-Man Freshman Year, and Echo, which is a spin-off for a character we haven't seen yet because that character shows up uh, in Hawkeye, apparently. So that's a lot of shows. Now, these aren't all coming in the next two months. This is basically the slate for the next, I'd say, year and a half. Yeah, or show maybe or so two years maybe. Um, what are your thoughts on the amount of shows? First of all, because they're in my mind really sort of flooding the marketplace with a lot of this stuff. Obviously, trying to pull in more subscribers. And which ones are you actually the most excited for? Uh, I wouldn't say I'm crazy excited. I, I I went. I feel like you. I'm slowly dissipating my interest for Marvel. The the hype for Spider Man No Way Home is destroying me as a marvel fanboy because it's confusing how i could be so uh uninterested in the shows but yet deeply interested but also kind of lackluster on what the product is at the end of the day uh right now i can tell you i'm not excited for ironheart i know the racism is gonna hit i just don't want it i don't even want whoever is playing on her i think riri williams the she's supposed to show up in uh, Black Panther too. I think that's just a rumor that's going around. I don't want to see that girl. That poor girl is going to get nothing but racism in her life. Uh, I'm excited for Miss Marvel. I'm actually excited for She-Hulk. The little bit that they showed looked interesting. It looked like it'll be fun. I'm actually really excited for Moon Knight. Oscar Isaac is just a compelling actor. It's hard not to see him on the screen and think it's worth my time, even if it still is the Marvel package. Uh, Secret Invasion, I'm not going to lie to you, I have no idea what that story is about, so I'm just going to go into it blind. It's it's Samuel L. Jackson's character. It's like S.H.I.E.L.D. or not S.H.I.E.L.D. anymore, but whatever the fuck. Um, Sword? Sword, yeah, I, I guess. And Samuel L. Jackson's character, and I guess somewhat a continuation. I mean, I guess the last time we would have seen those some of those characters would be from Captain Marvel, was when we were getting like Secret Invasion vibes. So, we'll see. What if I watched the first season? What if honestly, guys, you don't need to watch it. It's just it's like it's not what you want. It's not they're not gonna take it anywhere dark. The Academy House of Harkness, obviously, super down for bro, super down for it. I think Catherine Hahn is is an amazing actress. She's also in the Shrink Next Door 
with uh, Will Ferrell and Paul Rudd. I watched mm-hmm. a couple episodes of that. She's just great. And I love to see her get her shine now. Because some people have been really good B, C characters. Real good comedic time. And she's fucking fantastic. I just, I'm just, i down. Even if it's po- totally pointless. Ultimately, I, f- I know I, uh, Act of the Harkness show is totally pointless. But I'm going to watch her eat up scenery every fucking day. And Marvel Zombies could suck a dick because I know they're not going to do anything. <laughs> I don't want to talk about Spider-Man freshman year because I don't want to. I don't want to ruin what I know is going to be great. You think it's going to be great? I don't like. Are you confident in that? Okay. I don't think it's going to be great because I think Disney is still just like. It's different when it's like, oh, it's a random show that has nothing to do with the universe. But if this show has something to do with the universe, that means we'll never see any real villain. Because if if we see a villain, it means they can't introduce a villain in a movie. So we're not going to get anything other than maybe like some good emotional exposition, which is fine. But I would rather see that in the movie. Like I want Uncle Ben stuff in the movie. I don't need it in a TV show that technically is related, but also obviously not. Yeah, so that's – I was like excited when I saw the, like the title pop up because I just – I love Spider-Man. But when I read the little blurb about it, I became less excited because yeah. it says it's going to tell the story of Peter Parker before he became Spider-Man of the MCU, which I don't know if that means it'll be like when he was Spider-Man but he hadn't like joined the Avengers yet or if it literally means before he was Spider-Man because that to me just seems like an ill-conceived prequel. Like he's a normal nerdy teenager. Like I don't know if I really need to – know more about his life but i guess i feel like one of the things that make peter parker appealing is he is very very normal until the spider bite so like i don't really need pre spider bite peter parker um i don't know how how do you feel because it was it was really the blurb like and maybe maybe i'm just misreading it or maybe it's just not clear yet i don't know for me the thing that's weird about it is just that like disney markets everything regardless of if it being like four minute little bites or uh, 30 minute full episodes with the same amount of power so spider-man freshman year would be perfect to me if i was just on disney plus and it was just a little bite-sized moments of mcu peter parker's life before we got there but if you're telling me it's a full series i know as a full series there'll be some good exposition but what am it's they're never going to give you give me anyone that actually matters we're not going to see scorpion we're not going to see the lizard we're not going to see anyone that would be really cool we're not going to even see shocker we're not going to see anyone that matters even the bumps so it's just like <laughs> shot said shocker Shocker's a bum, <laughs> he is bro. he is he's a bum yeah i don't i don't know how they'll integrate that with the with the movies because it says specifically spider-man of the mcu so i'm like is this literally tom holland spider-man pre when we first see him in civil war like i i don't really know so i guess we'll see uh, to, to your point about like not knowing you know how they market something as far as like how long it is or what it's supposed to be that to me is like a, what the i am groot series uh, like screams at me like the it's supposed to be an animated series but the person who's making it is best known for like short films so i'm like is this just like little 15 minute episodes kind of like some of the Star Wars anime was, where it's just like, it's six 15-minute episodes, and the little guy says, I am Groot, and I just, we move on with our lives. I'm not really sure. And no shots at Baby Groot. I just like, I, I don't really know what the story is there. I guess we'll just see. But to your point about not knowing the length, I feel like some of these are less 
important than others. I feel like you're hating because the only one I know that in your heart is less important is Agatha House of Harkness. I re- I could not care less about that. What did that. she do? What did Catherine Hahn do to you? I just, so much hate. I like Catherine Hahn a lot. I actually think that she's one of the funniest people like on a in a shared universe that has a lot of that is very quippy and funny or whatever she might be the most naturally comedic of any person in the mcu but like i just don't really care about her character i don't really care about the wandavision extended universe i don't really care about wandavision so i i just this spinoff seems like it's, it's for the people that like went to YouTube after WandaVision was over to watch like the the Agatha song. Like you've got they've got it saved I on did do that. I they've did got that. it saved on playlist. And I'm like, I'm just not there. I, I don't care about this. It's it's just it feels <laughs> more like we, Disney clearly had no idea that uh WandaVision was gonna blow up as much as it did at the time it did. Because remember things got rearranged. It was supposed to be uh Captain America, Winter Soldier Show then mm-hmm. it was supposed to be Loki. Then it was supposed to end with WandaVision, which would have made sense because WandaVision would have went right into uh, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Makes total sense because uh, Captain America would have been at- around the same time as Black Widow. These things make sense. But WandaVision blew up regardless of people's dislike of it. Oh, sure. Or mutual just like, eh, madness on it. It blew up way more than I think the other shows did. I don't think anyone is talking about uh, Loki or... Uh, Winter Soldier and Captain America as much as they were talking about WandaVision. I don't know why. In the long term, no. I, I, I don't know if it's just because there was there was a lot of hype about it and there there is more of like a prestige sheen to the show. Like there were some things that they pull off regardless of whether it was for me or not. And it got a lot of nominations. So like that's a lot of sustained publicity about the show. Whereas I feel like it kind of got partially that benefit because it did get to come first. And then when the shows that came after were like, Falcon Winter Soldier had its fun moments, but it doesn't have that prestige sheen. Like you can, there's a number of action shows that you could watch on Netflix that have, that are on this level. And like Loki had its good moments, but I think was a little, I think people were a little burned out, honestly. Like I I think there was, there was so many successive releases that i felt like people talked about loki a lot like after every episode dropped and then it was like oh it's kang the conqueror and now we're back to talking about movies you know what i mean it was kind of like oh loki got us the character that we needed to continue the movies that was its role we don't care anymore let's talk about kang yeah it's 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 clearly like the last episode of loki is the episode that everyone was talking about and I guess that's a good benefit, but it also sometimes feels like it detracts from what was a okay series. Since in, in the context of this universe, uh, Loki is currently dead, so it's, it's something yeah. to at least expand upon the character. I think but it's my favorite episode, of the three. You're crazy. I... <laughs> you you say this thing every week. Every week I hear you come. You, you text me. Loki is my favorite series. <laughs> I mean, of all of them. That's literally one of the first times I've ever said that. I guess if. I think the highest high for me, oddly, is Falcon and the Winter Soldier. The the episode where they go to Madripoor, I think, is my favorite That's pretty good. episode of, of Marvel TV so far, Disney Plus 
TV shows just because it showed how fun it could be and how they could still use a lot of like visuals for their TV shows that even if they're not like super unique, they're, they're a lot of fun. They can take it to new locations. You've got like little side stories and stuff like that. That to me best encapsulated like some of my favorite moments in comics too, where it's just like, it doesn't have to be part of a big crossover event. We're just going to go somewhere and do a mission. Um, yeah, just have fun. But that's just that's just my opinion. I, I was mixed on all three. Look, I, we're, we're we're chatting here about everything, but the most important thing in the room. I know all we're, of these we're saving it. Suck a dick. Is this edging? <laughs> Is... <laughs> oh man, don't do that. <laughs> well, hold on. Before we, I, I want to keep it going first because oh, I, I <laughs> because I do briefly want to talk about um, two two things. I'm also excited for Moon Knight. Oscar Isaac and Thank Ethan Hawke, two of my favorite working actors, have for some reason signed up for the show. <laughs> I don't really know why. Moon Knight isn't like a drastically popular character. He's not huge. Like even in comic books, like there's a few runs that you could point out that I've heard people say good things about, but like he's not really like a he he's so calling him a B-list character is like stretching it a little bit. He's a little upper C. Yeah. And so the fact that Oscar Isaac and Ethan Hawke are in this show is like absurd to me. And I will watch it because of that. Because I'm like, there has to be something that these dudes saw. Maybe just dollar signs. But maybe there's something these dudes saw in this show. Because I... I and then And that little teaser gave me a little bit of like Daredevil Punisher... Yeah. Netflix Marvel yeah. era vibes or it's like, oh, we're just gonna have dudes beating each other's ass. And I'm I, I, I would prefer that honestly to some of the high concept stuff that they try to do. So like I'm I'm here for it. <laughs> I'm here for but but what confuses me is like for the shows, I I feel like later on we'll discuss whether or not these shows matter. But it it's something that's like on it's on the tip of my tongue now because I'm just does it matter? Is Moon Knight going to be introduced in a movie? Because if we get a show, cool. But does that mean he's in a movie now? Does that yeah. mean he's an Avenger? Or is it just going to be he has a whole show to introduce his character, but he still is also deeply introduced in the first time we see him in the movie? Because that's that just seems like stupid. I, I think I, this actually leads to something that I wanted to talk about, which is basically you know how much this matters, and we have something to talk about regarding the shows that have already come later. But basically, the way that they do these drops now almost doesn't matter the title, if that makes sense. Like, for these characters, sure. For example, Miss Marvel is going to have her own show. That's great. I love Miss Marvel as a character. Does that mean that there will be Miss Marvel season four? I don't know. Instead, the show might be called Champions, which is a, a team, like a, basically a teen team of superheroes in the Marvel Universe. I guess what I'm getting at is that while they we have all these titles, I wouldn't be surprised if some of these series just get folded in with each other, almost like how they do movies. Because you don't really need to draw people in, like traditionally on cable you need Law and Order season nine because if Law and Order comes back and it's called Cops and Robbers, people don't know what the fuck it is. Like people don't know it's Law and Order. Whereas if you're 
watching stuff on Disney Plus, you can finish season one of Miss Marvel and it can just request, it can just suggest to you season one of Champions and you can just continue from there. These titles don't really matter. So to your point about Moon Knight, maybe he never shows up in a movie and soon enough, two years from now, Moon Knight and She-Hawk have a shared series for some reason or something like that. So... I guess I don't have an answer to your question, but I feel like some of these we should take with a grain of salt how long they might actually last on their own, or if this is basically their TV version of the introductory movie. It just sometimes feels like their version of a straight-to-DVD sequel. <laughs> it could like, be that. That's, that's definitely the more cynical way, which I, I not that I disagree. I know you love that shit. <laughs> I, I love that shit, but you you could put it like that. Be like, this is, these are lesser characters that don't deserve a movie. Have this direct-to-DVD to movie about them, you nerds. <laughs> I'm, but it's fucking Oscar Isaac. That's why I'm I know. Sort of like, taken back by him. Like, it's, not, it's not some rando I don't know. Like, Miss Marvel is some, like, a new a- little kid actress. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. But if it's not like if they had, like I don't know, Marseille Martin as Miss Marvel, even though it makes no fucking sense of the story, that'd be like, that's a real actor who mm-hmm. has some sort of clout in the industry. It's weird. But you know, whatever Marvel, I don't know. Marvel must have like some good benefits to keep getting like good actors. They must have something. It's money. Not aware of. It's, <laughs> it's oh, money. Yeah, yeah. It's, Spoiler yeah. alert! It's it's a whole lot of money. <laughs> I'll pay you more than anyone else will pay you. Oh, is the industry not paying? I didn't. Know. I just I can't wait. Like Ethan Hawke will be like five years down the road. He's a very on- honest like interviewee. He's he's not mean, but he's very honest about like projects he's participated in. So I just imagine five years down the road, some interviewers like Ethan Hawke. You spent three years on doing the Moon Knight show. What was interesting about Moon Knight that made you do that? And he's just like, money. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> money, and I had a great time. And Oscar Isaac was a great guy. We're buds. We just we're, we're drinking afterwards, planning to do other more like fun movies that we can pay for now with all this Disney money. <laughs> When are we going to get our Disney money? Like, what do we have to do? <laughs> I, I really don't know. Any of you listeners out there, please help us get our Disney money. <laughs> so, yeah, we'll see what happens. I guess what I wanted to say, I guess I kind of said it in, in talking about whether or not these series will be folded into each other. But just seeing Miss Marvel and Ironheart next to each other, they are two characters that do that are on the Champions comic team sometimes another character who's also on the team miles morales who we haven't hey, seen in the mcu seen yet we've only seen in the the sony verse but i'm kind of like if you get all of these young if you get all these young actors you give them all of their introductory you know seasons and you want to do an event style thing you know we've talked about how this has become more and more like comics what you do is you fold them into their comics teams introduce new characters to add to that team and like build it out so i so i'm just wondering like you know will we see miss marvel in ironheart or vice versa you know will will we see uh samuel l jackson talk about moon knight and secret invasion um secret invasion is a surprising one to me because i actually i thought that that plot line would be a movie like a an extended it's a very big part of the comics universe like there's a lot of secret invasion stories and so i guess i thought that they would 
save that for something since it kind of originated from the movies. I don't know. What what do you think about that? Because it does look like we're moving on to like multiverse Kang stuff and they're going to save all the setup with the scrolls just for like TV, which I, I don't, I mean, I don't have a strong opinion on it. It just seems interesting to me since this is such a big title. Everyone that reads everyone, comics knows what Secret Invasion is. I have no, I have no idea what Secret Invasion is, but I've heard of it and I know everyone, every comic person has been thinking this would be the next big storyline because mm-hmm. it just makes sense. But I don't know. It seems a lot of what the TV thing is, it feels like a lot of it is just, I'm not cynical today. I just feel like this isn't necessary. Like, it's a lot of things at once. It's a lot of things at once. And it's also, if if the movies are still in the main, 10 years down the line, we'll be like, were the, ser- were the TV, the Disney Plus series worth it? Not really. It was just fluff. So putting what is something that's like a good storyline into a TV series, just is like, what are you doing? Like It's like if someone was to make a the Spider-Verse moment in Spider-Man into a TV show while the movies were running at the same time. Where it's like, isn't this a big part of the storyline? Isn't this huge? Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, but, you know, it's cool. Yeah. It yeah. just seems like, oh, you don't, oh, so we're just never going to touch this? We just have the plans are 20 years down the line, but don't include any of this? Our shape... Are shapeshifters, for lack of a better word, like just not compelling enough for like a huge storyline like that? Like, is it just not like you when you've got Thanos who can snap away, you know, half the population? Are aliens that can just change their faces just like is that not high enough stakes? Because there's a lot of secret invasion stuff that plays out more like a spy novel than an action movie, where it's just like you don't know who is who. But maybe in the scheme of Marvel, that's just not big enough. I imagine maybe they just don't think it's as compelling off uh, the page as it would be on screen. Mm-hmm. I can get that. I And I also think Marvel has their own idea of what they, they are looking to the future, what people want. I do think, uh, as time will tell, I think we'll look back at Phase 4 and maybe it might be like, ah, this was not... Maybe this wasn't the best plan post-Endgame. Mm-hmm. I feel like I constantly come up here and say post-Endgame. The plan to go to space was fucking stupid. Hell, <laughs> I love I love space stuff. I, I will actually... I will go to bat for that because I think it opens up new worlds and, and characters that can be a little bit more separate from all the shit that has happened on Earth. Because I think yeah. sometimes there's a little bit of like, oh, Earth's under attack again. It's fucking... It's just another Tuesday. Like, this happens all the time. Whereas if you go to space, there's different characters, like Fantastic Four, X-Men has a space element. Like, there's some really big characters that you can move their adventures off Earth for a time. I would have loved if Phase 4 started with Fantastic Four. Not even for a pun's sake. Just I just think the stuff that we notice coming down the line is the stuff I want to see. So when we hear about the other stuff in phase four, I don't, I don't only think I care about, and I, I fuck with Shang-Chi. I think, uh, excuse me, Shang-Chi is so much better than people give it credit for. It's not just an action. Like it's, it's a legitimately good Marvel film. It's pretty good. It sucked my dick. <laughs> like, no, I mean, no, I, I, I think that's generous to how I felt about some of the recent movies. Like I just haven't really cared about, the the shows as much black widow was fine it's as fine. we talked about on the pod it was just like it was way too late like just the stakes are not high enough because of when it takes place 
um, and what we know about what happens to her character. But as an introductory story for a character, it's one of Marvel's better origin stories. I don't know if I would necessarily put it as high as being one of Marvel's better movies, but as far as like first movies, it's one of their better ones. That's such a bad. That's such a bad Marvel take because Marvel does have a thing of doing where the first movie is usually a bad movie, and the second movie because they're attached in the second movie to some lore. That's the good Marvel movie. It's confusing. No, I know I'm confusing you. I mean, no, no, I'm not confusing you. I'm trying to see if I agree. I mean, like, the Captain America sequel is fantastic. But then I'm just like, is is Thor 2 and Iron Man 2 really the the hill you want to die on? Like, I would take the first... Don't do that. I would take the first movie of both of those. I mean, I would take no Thor I mean, I would take neither of the first two Thor movies. But I'm saying if I had to... There's there's some decent origin stories, but I'm just like I think Shang Chi will will stand out. I think it's over time as well. As we get more of these movies, and some of them maybe aren't as good. Like we're gonna talk a little bit about Eternals and why we haven't really bothered to see it or talk about it. Um, I think as people see the post Endgame landscape, people might look back on Shang Chi even more positively just because it is legit and came at a time when like there wasn't there was a lull with this stuff yeah it's just i'm 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 excited for more but i'm just not i'm not interested in what we have right now i just want i really want spider-man also keep in mind it's currently november 14th spider-man is literally a month and a couple days away from me there's nothing Marvel I care about right now other than Spider-Man. Other than Spider-Man, yeah. I can we're, care less. There's one other thing I want to talk about, but we want to yeah. finish the whole podcast. <laughs> we're just going to keep teasing it. Just just going real slow. Oh, um, tease so, so it's, much Hugh Jackman. Maybe. It's X-Men 97. Honestly, you could take away most of these other titles, and I would not blink. But X-Men 97 was something that I was not expecting at all. And honestly, I saw that, and I was like... Holy shit. Let's go. <laughs> did did I did did they personally like go into my brain and pull this idea? Does it make so much sense? One of the best regarded X-Men adaptations. I think maybe the best outside of comics. I mean like the live action movies are big hit or miss. That sounds like you've never watched a Wolverine and an X-Men show. That's what I'm hearing in your voice. You also I never mean, saw X Men Evolution. That's what I saw. I hear it in your voice. You never saw X Men Evolution. This is I I've, won gr- Emmys. What are you talking about? I'm just saying, I have a special special place in my heart for this for this series. I, I hear the theme song in my head like once yeah. a week. Like it's a lot of fun. I when it when it first went up on Disney Plus, I watched like a season of it just to like re like just to get that back in my life a little bit. And the fact that this is what they're going back to gives me maybe a little bit more confidence that they understand what they're doing with the X-Men property because we they haven't really announced anything. Like we don't really know when they're going to be a part of the larger MCU and they have to be at some point. They have to be. This to me is like we know what you want. Like we we will give you the sequel to one of the greatest things that we have in the bank we want x-men versus the avengers as the next main movie story i feel like don't even introduce the x-men to me introduce them to me in x-men versus the avengers whatever version marvel does on 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 the big screen do that 
and then we get X-Men movies. And it, I'll, I will live a happy life. I don't give a <laughs> fuck about space. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't care. I mean, I'm still of the opinion that an X, a well-done X-Men like prestige show would basically be the biggest thing since Game of Thrones. Like, I'm just of the opinion that there's so many characters, there's so much infighting, politics. It's basically the highest concept soap opera going, and that was basically what Game of Thrones was. And so I'm still of the opinion that, like, if you do a TVMA X-Men, and you you basically... I mean, I'm not saying that you've got to have, like... You, you don't have to hang dong in the show. I'm just saying, like... Oh, hang some dong. <laughs> I'm just saying, hang like, if you dong. can make an X-Men show that verges on like four adults and you can make it with enough prestige sheen. That's the biggest show that they've got, but that's, that's a different conversation. I'm just excited to, for them to do something like truly, we talk a lot about like fan service and like what they do for like Agatha house of Harkness is, is fan service. Yeah. That to me is like fan service is not really interesting to me. This is like deep cut fan service. This is like, you were alive and watched TV in 1996. Uh, congrats! I got you. I got you. <laughs> I got you. It, it's just it's it's so much fun. I, I don't know what else to say about it other than this is the one that I'm most looking forward to. It's also like the furthest one away. It's like 2023. Yeah, that's a different. Which is like from us. I'm just that's like we went through a plague, and you want me to think about 2023? I don't know about that. To have hope. I can't keep having <laughs> hope. But X Men 97 is just so. That's an exciting thing. That's that is more out of all these shows. That is a show. I'm like, oh, you're really trying to give your fans what they want. Is it going to be great? I don't know. But just the hype of it existing means I'm going to watch the whole thing. Like I'm watching Young Justice. Young Justice is playing on HBO Max, and that is, I would think, is a beautifully crafted, underrated show. That is a beautifully crafted superhero drama that is still animated, and no one talks about it. We got we got two extra seasons on HBO Max, and no one is talking about it. Is X Men ninety seven going to live up to that sort of like well written, uh, beautifully animated show? I don't know. It's Disney. I don't know if Disney means just the idea of the show might mean people watch it and they sort of cut corners. I hope not. I guess on one hand, on one hand, I agree with you. I'm like, well, it's it's a lot to follow up like one of the most beloved properties that you have. On the other hand, because the world of the show is contained within that series that you can just go and have fun and watch at any time actually means that even though I'm really excited about it, my expectations are actually low because all it has to do is like entertain me and like give me familiar voices, use the theme song. Like it can, it can kind of just be that and there's no pressure on it to be like, Oh, is this going to show up in the movie? Oh, like the stuff you're talking about Spider-Man freshman year. Do I need to know these weird stories that happen before the spider bite or whatever? There's like none of that. It's just like, hey, that thing that you liked before, here's more of it. That to me like sets my expectations lower, but my pleasure might be higher. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was thinking too. You say your pleasure might be higher. Someone cropped that out and sent it to me so I could look randomly play it you know what our podcast absolutely needs we need a soundboard that is the thing when our podcast takes. we should level. do that we need to like cut stuff out we need and to just like when i said something about you know edging we need random soundboard moments <laughs> like that's the, what will take our podcast to the next level 
<laughs> Sorry, I couldn't. I couldn't follow that up. I was. You know I was I, just thinking yeah. about hitting. I was just thinking about what it takes to like make a, a like a soundboard website and like play stupid clips. Because you know, I got like a whole library of us just saying dumb shit. Really <laughs> inappropriate. Sometimes racist. Sometimes what? prejudice. Sometimes sexist. Misogynistic. That's uh, not true. Uh, xenophobic. <laughs> That's um, not true. <laughs> I'm sorry, Hennessy got me feeling weird today. Um. All right. So we've got all that coming. That's what you got to look forward to. More immediately is we're like, I don't know, like, what is it? A, a week, two weeks, three weeks away from Hawkeye? It's know. it's coming oh, soon. Okay. I don't, I, I like. Yeah, yeah, turn on your show. You're having sure. Having to like Google Jeremy Renner is like not a rabbit hole that I feel like going down today. So it's coming soon. <laughs> so. We've seen the trailer. The trailer's been out for a little while. I think maybe we mentioned it briefly on the pod, but I just wanted to revisit it with it closer. You know, we've talked about all of these shows at some point. I don't know how much we'll cover Hawkeye, but it has one, like, sleeper element for it to be appealing to you specifically in that it looks like it's going to lean into the season in which it's coming out, and it's going to be kind of a Christmas show. I feel like that's a a different vibe than the other shows where it was just like the other shows don't necessarily acknowledge like the outside world per se like they're very tunnel vision to what's going on specifically in the lives of the characters and what they're it's not like i gotta get home i gotta like buy gifts for my kids it's snowing it's christmas time like it's, it's whatever it's whatever I just, the other shows never it's seasonal. Anything. It's yeah, seasonal. It's so I'm just like, tell me as a as a Christmas lover and a vowed lover of Christ, what? Wow. <laughs> what are your expectations for Hawkeye the Christmas show? Uh, first and foremost, shout to Black Baby Jesus, shout <laughs> to Black Santa Claus, and I hope uh, Jeremy Renner doesn't fuck this up. Haley Steinfeld has to do all; she has a lot of heavy lifting because I don't, I don't care what anyone says. Jeremy Renner is is whack. Yeah. He's whack. He's lame. I watched his Hot Ones episode. It was boring. <laughs> he had a real old man energy. I'm like, because oh yeah, you're like sixty fucking five years old. They just got you. Zooted out of your mind with steroids to stay up. This is you're boring. <laughs> so I'm I'm like oh this is cool. I like the idea. I've heard a lot about the Hawkeye uh, storyline that this this series will be based on, and everyone mm-hmm. says it's very great. I just don't think Jeremy Renner is worth it. But whatever, that might be just hate. Uh, it'll be fine. I know it's attached to Christmas, so it's supposed to be a great thing. But I also think something's being attached to something around the same time will give you a little bit of blinders. Whereas we can look back at WandaVision and critique it. We can look back at Loki and critique it. We can look back at Winter Soldier and Captain Falcon or whatever the fuck his name is and <laughs> critique it. But because Hawkeye will be so heavily attached to Christmas and Christmas, there'll be a bit of blinders to it. Whereas like, I can't watch this until Christmas. And when I do watch it, I will already be a little sedated into immediately thinking this is how it's supposed to be. Yeah, you've already watched Home Alone christmas vacation or whatever whatever you watch you, you've already like it'll be part of a larger viewing experience and a larger participation at large where it's just like oh there's snow and christmas trees well this is what i'm gonna watch on december 26th now to chill out it, it definitely has some things going for it and i agree that i've heard great things about the comic series that this is i, I don't i don't know based on or loosely based on I'm with you, though, in that I'm just like, 
do I care about Hawkeye? Like, we all know he should have died on that cliff. So, <laughs> we all, everyone in the theater was like, Jeremy Renner? I think even Disney knows that. We talked about this before when we talked about Black Widow. But I, I know that they're just, they're shaking their heads at like, why did we decide to get rid of Scarlett Johansson and not get rid of Jeremy Renner? We had an easy out. No one likes this guy anymore. Jump off a cliff. <laughs> maybe she just maybe uh, maybe those actors just wanted to be out of the series. Maybe cool, cool for good for you. But we could have still killed him, and she could just leave. <laughs> she could have just have a happy ending, you know. I think Haley Steinfeld definitely could be a lot of fun. I mean, I, I like her in some acting roles. Like I would say, like Edge of Seventeen is like a really good movie that she's in. Really good. And really so good. I'm like, I I do have hopes for her, and I actually think that her banter with the rest of the younger incoming heroes if she then makes it into movies and so forth is going to be far better than jeremy renner who has become like the emo kid that no one wants to talk to like like he's just kind of like he just like was sad and like killing criminals and people are like that's just clint he sucks now (laughs) so I think that she's going to be better for the part, but I'm just like, I don't know how much the show is going to mean other than just like finding another way to pass the torch uh, for another character that they need in here. Yeah. It's just going to be an introduction show to introduce someone that's going to eventually be Hawkeye unless Jeremy Renner randomly leaves the show. I don't think he'll ever leave. I don't think he's in the position. I think for the people who are here, I think, Chris Hemsworth is different, whereas it seems like uh, Taika Waititi was able to really revitalize and give an energy to the Thor character that was never present in the original movies. But if we get a, a, no, no, a Taika Waititi trilogy, at some point Chris Hemsworth is just going to pull away because that's how you're supposed to. Jeremy Renner is going to die here because no one fucking cares and you know they give you free money dude well and it might not be his choice to stay i mean like of the marquee actors now like jeremy renner's star i think has passed a little bit which is part of the reason why they're probably having him pass the torch and he's played a lesser role because like jeremy renner really had a a moment and then that moment was over and they're like oh we still got to pay this guy um (laughs) which Shout out to people that keep getting checks even though their job is over them. I feel that. I respect that. I respect it. <laughs> but I'm also like, I, I don't, you know, I, I could take him or leave him. So we'll see, you know, maybe we won't like cover episode to episode for Hawkeye. Maybe we'll just kind of like watch half of it, talk about it, watch the other half, talk about it. Um, nah, I, I think, I think <laughs> what's going like, to happen. You're just like, no, I'm good. <laughs> no, I know, I'm excited. It's a Christmas show. I'm going to watch it. I'll have a. I made my own eggnog this year. We made some nice. I made a nice jug of eggnog over here. I'll wash it and have a nice cup of eggnog, and I guarantee you, I'll I'll hit you in Slack pretty quickly right after and say, "Hey, meh." Every single time. <laughs> it's fine. It's, it's fine. got an episode that's themed after Home Alone and one about Die Hard, and that's yeah. that's that's it. <laughs> You're fine. You're fine. You can skip this one. <laughs> that's that's probably true. I, one of the things. One of the reasons to maybe not watch it or just like read the fucking wikipedia afterwards it's just that we don't really know again how important any of these shows are for if you want to enjoy the movies